rave. She's dancing. It's a rave. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. I spent all weekend at a rave. <laughs> I almost lost my voice talking over the music. That's good. And we took a little tour amidst all the scantily clad uh, Halloween goers. You've never seen so many butt cheeks. Oh yeah. Well, I I know it's I know American Halloween. Well, my, uh, you, every costume is preceded by sexy. Well, my question is, how do the girls and guys sit down in the thongs? I mean, every seat must be extremely cold. It was also, it's pretty chilly for California. It's like 40 at yeah. night. Yeah, at night. I don't, well, yeah, you're young and full of booze. Yeah, I think the ecstasy really ups the body temperature or something. Yeah. I need jackets and hoodies and stuff now that I'm old. Um, I remember just walking around in a t-shirt in the rain and when I was like 25 and full of booze. Stop. You're trying to turn me on, t-shirt in the rain. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh yeah, so uh, a whole lot of stuff. We're selling the shit out of these hats. Oh, yeah. So we'll post the link to the hats today on all of our stuff because... Um, we want to uh, we're you know we're making a big effort to grow and expand the podcast maybe do more days a week we're doing a little tour we're gonna go to Austin we're gonna go to Louisiana uh, we're gonna go up north and um, yeah just take the podcast around uh, stuff like that um, but we need your support and we're supported by I like forgot last week to mention the patreon supporters um, Donna Church children's author uh, uh, Jeff Wong granddaddy of the podcast uh, Cindy Simmons mom of the podcast Jane Claire Swenson witch of the podcast uh, sitting second witch to Grace Fay, I have to say um, but uh, uh, yeah and uh, mystery man Jake Allen who all contribute every single month and uh, paid for all this equipment and help uh, keep us going so you can join too and there's cool new perks there's like uh, somebody just got one of the birthday podcasts which is sweet yes we make a birthday podcast just for your uh, your indulgence of the one that you love on their birthday and we release that and it's like a, a birthday party that you can just download only except we're there so so that's the downside but we there's also a lot of good music <laughs> I will sing happy birthday to you if you get that so that's at um, patreon.com slash laaf yeah and uh, you can also follow us on Instagram Facebook and Twitter and we'll be posting some pictures. We always post pictures that are kind of related to what we talk about. But yeah, it's uh, Halloween's over. And um, we post the articles that we talk about on the LAAF uh, Facebook page. We just had Halloween. Then we had All Saints Day, November 1st. Then we had All Souls Day. I just came back from Houston. Um, it's been a busy week. So much stuff is coming up. November's so, fun, though. Yeah. I know. Um, so, in, so in the spirit of like, uh, we started a small business during the quarantine. We don't want to go back to. Well, Grace has always got cool gigs, but man, I have lame gigs. I don't want to go back to them. So, <laughs> so you can support the podcast at Patreon.com/slash/laaf, and we're going to grow and we're going to be humongous. And you will have been in on the ground floor of whatever that is while we talk smack about the city and society. <laughs> oh, and famous birthdays, which is my favorite segment. That's yeah. one of the things that we do on the birthday podcast is is that we find uh, all of the historical figures and the famous people who share your birthday with you. And then we make fun of you based on that information. Well, Jimmy's always just scrolling TikTok. He's just constantly, he knows all the TikTok, TikTok. celebrities. Mm -hmm. I'm, a, I'm addicted. He's basically like 12 years old. Uh, his, in terms of his, how much he loves celebrities and, and is such a fan of stars and knows all their names. Yeah. 
yeah. mean, I like to cover, you know, historical birthdays, things like that, like random poets and painters from the past. Grace went to a college made out of fine stones, so she doesn't truck in like a, a simple, you know, the, the the media of the simpletons, you know, no housewives, no, oh wait, what is all this on your Hulu? <laughs> so many housewives. <laughs> well, then I went into the woods and I studied. Uh, I studied also in a yurt or a teepee made of wood. So you know, there's all kinds of ways to learn. I right? see. Yeah. And now we uh, shall study uh, the world. Grace. And Los Angeles, our favorite city. I have to tell you, flying into Los Angeles last night was lovely. Uh, seeing the beautiful lights. And you come back over the ocean. You leave, you depart from LAX over the ocean, and then you come back over the ocean. So there's just a little second, even if you're flying into mainland US, where you could, you know, fall, crash into the ocean. But nobody crashed. It's Friday night, and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun. Show you how it's done. LAAF. The whole town is broke. Hello, everybody. Are we finally ready to start? Live from the City of Roses. I thought this would be funny, but it's not. This is LAAF. Everyone thinks we're incompetent. With Grace Fay. I just want to tell you all how happy I am to be back in the studio. Grace! And another unsung blue-collar hero. Jimmy McCammon. Don't you sometimes hate yourself? Constantly. The old team together again. Oh. Nothing can stop us. Feed. This. You must have dreamed about this moment for a thousand times. Is L.A. A-F. How'd you like it? Oh, I didn't. Thank you. I'm going to leave them the worst review. I love it, Pomona. And action. Pipe down there, R2. We're coming in for a landing. Okay. Beep. Landing. L-A-A-X is now open for business. The power was out down there for just a minute. All right. I know you were all concerned. Welcome to listeners uh, around the country, around the state, around the world. Around the world. Yeah. Sorry we talk so much about LA. It's, you know, it's to make fun of it. All right. We're in this pocket. Yet celebrated as well. Because, you know, I love this city now that I'm traveling again. I I do love it here. Who is that, anyways, across the table from me? I think that it is the very person that you came to see, the very, the hero of the podcast. The 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 leader of the band, uh, uh, the moral light of LAAF. <laughs> All right, <laughs> she's uh, she sings, she dances, she acts, she writes, she creates. All right, she spent her whole life creating. We look up to her. Uh, uh, she's a professional. All right, she went to a school made out of fine stones, uh, and she sits across the hallowed oaken LAAF table from me right now. It is none other than actor, singer, dancetress, Grace Faye. Ladies and gentlemen, come, put your hands together. Why, thank you so much. All right, and that guy over there, I guess that's the other guy. Thank you. We have lots of things to talk about today. Uh, We're going to cover some uh, stories about homelessness in L.A., Uh, We're going to talk about how it's a new moon. You know what that means, Jimmy. Uh, Time to start fresh. Time to kind of rest and relax. I put the goat stuff on. The goat pants. Uh, Oh, you have goat pants? Yeah, I put the goat pants on and I run the streets. 
Okay, nice. That's my new moon thing. I like thing. that. With your shirt off, right? Yeah. To uh, be like Pan or something? Yeah. The Green Man? Mr. Tumness. Mr. Tumness from Come Narnia? On. Yeah. Taking it all the way back today on the LAF podcast to Narnia. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think they sell those kinds of furry pants at like the Ren Fair. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, they do. <laughs> you can make them on a, you know, you make them on a skeleton of uh, chaps, you know. So if you're used to wearing chaps, you know, if you're an old cowhand like myself. And now that we've had All Hallows Eve and now that we've had All Saints Day and All Souls Day, those are the Catholic versions, or perhaps you might call it Dia de los Muertos. And we've celebrated the souls that have passed yesterday on November 2nd. Um, hey, it's November 3rd. Oh, so, yeah. So uh, it's hump day. Okay. And we are Let's moving go. into what we call the Witch's New Year. And we are heading towards Diwali, the Indian Festival of Lights, their New Year, the Indian New Year. Big witch news later in the show, all right? Which okay. has made an appearance on Halloween. We'll be posting some pictures of all the actual big witches. witches. Big witches? Mm. Uh, all, all of them. All witches, great and small, as the author said. They loom large, as you, as you say. Yeah, what is this? I'm slumping. I'm slumping over here, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, okay. Posture. Shoulders back. Drop the oh, shoulders. Yeah. Roll the shoulders back. You hear back. that confidence in my voice, people? This That's is what right. happens when I actually stand up straight. Everybody stand up straight right Sit now. Take straight. a deep breath. And exhale. Okay, now you're oh, yeah. ready to be an actor or a Let's star. have a stretch. Let's just have Let's a stretch. stretch. Oh. Way up in the air. Okay. Yeah, roll you know the what wrists. To do. Hands up in the air. All right, <laughs> stick them out. Open the heart. That's right. I'm getting a car for, call from the great. You're getting a car? I'm getting a call from the great Ari Stidham right now. Ari, ah. I'm sorry. I'll call you back right after this. I'm sure it's related to something cool that we like, like theater or weed. Theater weed. Weed theater. Yeah, or, or shooting comedy shows shorts uh, in his living room, which, you know, is a very LAF thing to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can catch Ari on some of our past episodes. Uh, He's kind of funny. Hey, we did a birthday show for Ari. We talked earlier about the birthday show. That was one of the most fun. We played stuff that we like. We, uh, you know, all your favorite songs, all your favorite movie clips, jokes about your your silly life, right? (laughs) All here on the LAF Mung. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh, yeah. So tons of news coming up. Like I said, witch news, but also like important news. I mean, not everybody just is all into the cult or whatever. Um, there was uh, w- uh, one of my things was uh, about the LAPD uh, gangs and LAPD shootings. I right, like to call right. those guys out when I can because they have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's no good to punch down, right? Nah, punch up. LAPD, I'm coming for you. In a little segment that we like to call Shut Up, Jimmy. It sounds like the sheriff's department is falling behind the LAPD in the in the vaccination shots. I know you care about that, Jimmy. Well, it's funny though because like people are retiring. Like cops can retire early. They just like take a smaller portion of their retirement pay, mm-hmm. and so a lot of them are doing that because they're they're they don't want to get the vaccine. Oh. <laughs> well, it was interesting in Texas. I mean, nobody. Nobody was really wearing a mask. In fact, it was interesting. We went to this show uh, for the USO in Houston, and this one girl ran up to us, and she was like, I have surgery tomorrow. I'm so sorry. I know I'm the weird one. I'm wearing a mask. Like, you don't have to if you don't feel comfortable. She was apologizing for wearing the mask, and she was the only one there wearing it, and she was super embarrassed and everything. And it was like the opposite of California, because here, if you aren't wearing the mask, you're apologizing. Well, people who don't wear masks don't apologize. It goes with the territory, yeah. yeah. I suppose not. 
yeah. But. And then when you tell them to put on the mask, and I'm speaking of me, of course, but when you tell me to put on the mask, once I'm finally, uh, you know, I've spent five minutes in the Vons un- unmasked, and somebody's like, can you put your mask? I'm like, oh, yeah, let me see if I got that here. And I take like... 45 seconds <laughs> to pull up forever. your little moldy <laughs> to pull up my moldy uh, baklava that doesn't even work or whatever baklava isn't that know, a dessert ba- balaclava <laughs> isn't it called a gator like g-a-i-t-o-r please give ladies and gentlemen if you go to the la uh, af podcast patreon page we can send jimmy back to university this town needs someone to give it hope. By violence, if necessary. Okay, fine, whatever. I have a bit of news for you. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. LAPD shootings of suspects with mental illnesses up in 2021. Number oh. show. Yeah. That's depressing. Hey, congratulations, LAPD. You're not only killing more people, you're killing more mentally ill people. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here we go. Um, So, uh, almost a third of police shootings in 2021 have involved people believed to be suffering from mental illnesses. Now, now there's a little... I'd throw a little caveat just to play devil's advocate here, and that's that... um, Especially in the city here and in L.A., like in surrounding areas, we have mentally ill people living outdoors a lot. And, um, you know, some are armed and some are aggressive and some are dangerous. There's lots of stories about about this. So it's not just I love to pin it all on the police because I hate them so much. But also, it's not just a police problem. It's a society problem. Like, you know, later on, we have other like homeless news coming up and like what's being done on both ends to to not criminalize, you know, the ones who need help and and definitely to do something about the violent, you know, people who are being violent. So uh, so that's a higher rate than in 2020. And out of 31 shootings so far um, in L.A., uh, at least 10 people have involved, uh, uh, or at least 10 of those shootings have involved people with mental illnesses. That's 32%. There's not a lot of education within the police force about what mental illness looks like or how to deal with it. Like no. there are, you know, counselors and things that are present. For example, when a woman has been raped and the police are taking a rape kit, she there they often have um, uh, an ally there. Obviously, they had to push for that. I mean, in probably in the 70s, if you were getting a rape kit done, it was like very even worse than than normal now at least there's someone there who will give you a teddy bear and like talk you through you know what what you have to go through to get that like basically just, right just after someone who's not a cop hurt. i yeah. mean there's a lot in that like just someone who's not a cop right. is going to be you know just easier to approach easier to deal with mm-hmm. you know like it, it's too bad cops sorry to say but like you intimidate and make us nervous okay mm-hmm. and so the idea that you would be sent to the scene of somebody who you know this was part of the whole defund the police movement is let's send you know psychological counselors to some of these calls instead of police that's part of the defund the police that's one of the parts i liked but then you know like the right loves to make fun of that because it's like oh yeah what's a counselor gonna do it's like 
a lot. Well, and the police... <laughs> Four out of five times, it's someone who's hurting, who's sick, who needs medication, who needs a night in the hospital. Like, a lot. They'll do a lot, stupid. The so. police push back against that because they don't want to have people in the car with them on the rides who are just counselors and aren't trained in handling dangerous situations because they think, well, then I would have to also be protecting that counselor if there was a gun on the scene or something. They're not protected. Yeah. So, however... They can work it out. It would certainly be nice if we could have um, at least less actual murders of people who are just mentally ill. Yeah. Um, And if you're tired of masks, L.A. County is laying out a scenario for possibly lifting the mandate. I say we just be ahead of them a little bit and just take the masks off when we want to. And, um, you know, they'll get the message eventually. Like how the speed limit goes up, you know? Like everyone just disobeys the speed limit and then they're finally like okay i guess we'll raise it it's like that's how laws are you just have to break them until they go away uh yeah there is some i can see that people are you know here and there in the gym for example very some people just don't wear the mask or wear it down and nobody really complains to them most of us are vaccinated anyway okay i'm back um, at the gym grace am i looking oh, you swole are? you do are I look swoles you kind of do hey all right yeah, it's two times i've been there Nice. Um, LA just changed its entire approach to homelessness, which is interesting. Basically, they passed a new law in August that um, says they're going to ban camping. So they have been um, trying to clean up 300 locations where there are uh, lots of tents and stuff um, in Los Angeles. It was interesting in Houston. I was like, I wonder if there's homelessness here. Houston is the fourth largest city in the U.S. after uh, New York, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. Um, and there were some tents there, I noticed. I figured the weather is about as good as it is in L.A., you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there aren't as many programs in conservative Houston, I think, as there might be in liberal Los Angeles. Um, but it's interesting. Basically, now uh, they're just trying to clean up all these areas, and it's getting a little bit well, more this, rigorous. All this stuff is super slow-moving, and I... I feel the homeless industrial complexes to blame like i mean there's so many there's so many like legitimate and shady nonprofit organizations that are organized around helping so 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 to speak the homeless you know and i don't know if they do but i do know that a lot of people are sliding into all these city run programs that way um, we'll, uh, I got a bunch more stories, so I just spread the news out a little bit and we'll do some more. Let's do fun stuff now. We'll do some more news. No. This is LAAF. This is irrelevant, Your Honor. Yeah, I had. That's why I had a bunch more news because last week we like ran out of time so fast, and so I didn't get to all my stories. I'll just go through them quick. They're not. They're not that important. Um, there was an Inglewood uh, high school game. You'll like this. You played sports in high school, right? Yeah. Okay, so this uh, this uh, high school football game went 106 to zero. Whoa! Wait, what? Can football do that? I mean, I guess it can. You just score, you know, every point, uh, uh, every touchdown's worth six points, I think, and then you get a field, a chance at a field goal. So that's seven points per turnaround if you turn around fast. 
what's you know 106 divided by seven wow That's so, so they many just got goals slammed so 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 uh the final score was unacceptable the principal uh said what they're what they're regretting now is that they didn't call a um uh, uh slaughter rule or what's mm. called when when it, basically the game's over before it's over and they don't want to embarrass the other team Mm. Um, so they'll call the game. And I think that's particularly like what pro game, by the way, has a score like that. But that, I think that's particularly common in high school sports where it's like, oh, God, what have we done? These teams are completely mismatched. One of them's from a black neighborhood and one of them's from Beverly Hills. And now they're getting their asses moved or whatever, you know. And the Atlanta Braves beat the Houston Astros in Good. the World Series game. Fucking cheaters. Good. Well, it was interesting because I was just in Houston and it was orange and black everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't wear my Dodgers gear there. You should have. I don't care about sports. I just like the colors. <laughs> uh, other homeless move uh, news. Have you ever been to the uh, West LA Veterans Complex over there? Mm-mm. It's amazing, actually. Um, I went and looked at a trailer there for no reason. But like, you drive around and it's all these like housing facilities and service facilities and it's all for veterans, right? So like, the town has been wondering That's for That's what a- my brother-in-law works in. Yeah, right. So mental health for veterans. He'd be at a facility just like this. They're, you know, they're, they're, it's really actually a cool spot. There's all these like public areas and stuff. I was like, Grace Face should do a little show here, you know, like for, on Veterans Day one time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It'd be I have, really cool. I actually have three shows on Veterans Day. I have two oh, shows well, on the yeah. 11th and one on the 12th this year. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, VA people. We can't book it, but <laughs> <laughs> one of these days, right? Anyways, yeah. so there's all this sprawling land and then there's a giant homeless um, encampment, basically just a little uh, uh, not too far away from that. Um, and so they're moving some of those homeless into uh, the veterans facility. But there's all these problems like, um, you know, they, they're not allowed to use drugs and alcohol in there. And most of them are severely addicted. So no one knows how that's going to work out. Like people are going to be like squirreling away stuff and, you know, but. but uh, well, you heard about that California judge that just said that just didn't hold Johnson and Johnson and three other pharmaceutical companies liable for the opioid epidemic and said there's no oh, proof really? because of yeah all of the people that touch those drugs along the way um but but people are because the deaths from fentanyl and meth and opioids have risen so much in 2020 during the pandemic yeah. um there still are a lot of documentaries and books that are covering that um yeah, there's a new book called The Least of Us, which talks about um, how fentanyl and meth have basically shown up everywhere in the U.S. in the last decade. Um, so we'll see as the courts and the public opinion continues to try to hold the pharmaceutical companies liable for a lot of this. Um, basically, overdose fatalities keep rising, and they have now overtaken car crashes as the leading cause of accidentally death in the United States. That's an insane statistic because like car crashes is like top three. It's like cancer, heart attacks, and car crashes. Micrograms of fentanyl can kill you. A dart full of fentanyl can stop an elephant. Yeah, and there's a new synthetic meth on the market as well that's just all over the place in uh, because of the crackdown on pseudofedrin. Now they're making meth out of even more dangerous shit, so way to go again, government. Um, But we wanted to get to this, all right? Witches trade brooms for paddles in Redondo Beach's newest Halloween tradition. Cute! 
Yeah, it's pretty adorable. They're all paddleboarding out there. They've got crazy costumes. Oh on. my gosh! We're pro witch around year. here, so I'm gonna steal all these photos yes. and uh, we'll post them to the Instagram because uh, yeah, witch is doing witch shit. I'm yeah. down with it. And when we say this witch, one's covered, we in don't balloons. mean the negative stereotype. Of, I, I'm of, down with them too. Yeah, I mean down with black magic. Okay, I'm not, but um, <laughs> but really, it's just about an earth-based spirituality that honors the the plants and the trees and the animals and the cycles of the year. It's true. Yeah, yeah so don't gar- be scared. Even just gardening is a kind of witchery. You I know? mean, the history of the Inquisition, in which they killed millions of women and homosexuals and property-owning people. Yeah. Gave gave witches a bad name, and so did Christianity. But really, it's just uh, women in power. Go, women. I try to stay positive, but it, it really sucks balls. Ooh, you have been a very naughty girl, I see. She had such grace. Come on, I'm from Connecticut. Well, you know, grace is a tough one. Ladies and gentlemen, the LAAF podcast proudly presents... Can't stop helping, won't stop helping. Grace? Well, you don't want too much grace. She's here to guide you. Wear a cute mask. This is how helping works. Love the Guggenheim. I'm all about saving the trees. This is Grace. She's a natural beauty. No, no more helping. I like a more upscale nachos. Is trying. Just go along and sell out, honey. To help. Helping accomplish. It's the little old lady from Pasadena. I am uh, going to an event in Pasadena. Um, I'm going to head over to the Gamble House, which is that Marty, it's Doc's house from Back to the Future. Oh, yeah. And it's also a museum here. And uh, my friend is performing in a show called Next to Normal, which is a, a musical. Um, so I'm going to go see that. I think it's outdoor seating and then they perform like on the outside of the house museum in the balconies and on the stairs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that. Um, that's a Pasadena thing. Yeah. And uh, it is a new moon, right? So. Today? Today is the new moon. Okay. It's, that's You can't see it at all, you right? You can't see it at all. Uh, it's the dark time of the moon. So okay. if we had no electric light, it would be kind of a time when you're not out hunting at night and you're not running around uh, since there's no moonlight basically to see by. Uh, no I'm more putting action. my goat pants on just in case. Hey, Jimmy, try this. No more action required. No more thinking or planning. This is really hard for someone like me to yes. rest. Okay, just relax and trust in the process. Let your mind become still and allow the universe to take over. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can use the last of the moon's waning energy, since it's about 2% more until we're completely at the new moon, to uh, release, to purify, maybe clean out your closet, or take a salt bath, or smudge yourself with sage, or write down in your journal all the things you want to release and let go of. And then you'll be, you'll have a Why clean don't I slate. Smud- if I'm smudging myself with something, how about I take the bath after that so that I can wash off the smudges? Yeah, and it's sort of considered the same thing. You either you either cleanse with smoke, and then you or you can cleanse with like salt water. Okay, the if you smoke in your apartment, they got to bring special people in there to clean it. So I don't always, know how you're cleansing with smoke. I'm getting really confused here. You always want to think of the elements too, like the fact that you put salt in the bath is adding an earth element to the water. Just like if um, you have high blood pressure, can you still do that? Okay, you're funny. Okay, um, I'm also really excited about Diwali this year. Um, it is the Festival of Lights. Oh, yeah. Um, this is like a week long. We talked about this last Yeah, yeah. 
it's considered it's a major festival and almost like a secular festival now the way Christmas is in the United States um, it's celebrated over five days in many parts of India by people of different faiths including many Hindus Jains Sikhs Muslims and some Buddhists the festival of lights basically you light um, small oil lamps um, in honor of Lakshmi the goddess of wealth and good fortune the lamps symbolize the triumph of light over darkness and evil um, so I like this idea that we would be lighting lights right now that we'd be celebrating a new year and celebrating the goddess Lakshmi. Um, she's a pretty fascinating uh, deity. I feel like she's with me, you know, in terms of the good fortune, but she like left the wealth someplace. The go- Oh, I like that. Yeah, that you consider yourself to have good fortune. Oh, yeah. Um, she's often shown as an elegantly dressed prosperity showering golden colored woman standing um, or sitting on a lotus throne. Like those chicks at that party. Symbolizing exactly fortune, self-knowledge, and spiritual liberation. She has four hands. Um, Whoa. Yeah. And she's often shown with uh, Ganesh, the elephant god. And she's associated with, yeah, wealth, fortune, power, beauty, and prosperity. I love Lakshmi. She actually rose from the ocean in her origin story, similar to uh, the, the Roman goddess Venus, who also rose from the ocean. Oh, yeah. Bunch of ocean dwelling people, uh, bunch of ocean dwelling goddesses. Goddesses, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick correction. Um, it's Dalton Trumbo. Remember we were talking about Trumbo before. Uh, Wal- Walter was close. Walter I was close Trumbo, with Walter. Yeah. Um, uh, and Brian Laundry is dead. I just wanted to follow up on that. I know Good. it's been weeks. Um, it just makes the story even more sad, but basically his, his remains were found. They were covered with water. Um, and then we don't know if the alligators got to him, but he probably committed suicide just about a day after he went uh, into the forest in North Carolina after killing his girlfriend, Gabby Petito, although he'll never make it to the court of law to prove that. Okay, and happier news. Um, I've been watching some shows, of course. I've been watching Dancing with the Stars on Hulu. It's a lot of fun. Mm. Um, on Netflix, I've been watching Dynasty, which is this trashy remake of this Texas soap opera type thing. Um, the hair and makeup and clothes are fabulous. Um, I did watch one spooky Halloween thing, which was Midnight Mass on Netflix. I don't normally watch scary things. Um, it was very Catholic and very creepy Catholic. And it was set in England, I think, on an island. Yeah, that's a theme. There's a whole, like, you know, the nun and the priest and there's yeah. all these, you No, know. this was like, there was like a creepy monster type thing that it, it, they kind of turned into. It works because the because people are creeped out by exactly. nuns and priests and Catholics yeah. and shit anyways. So. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> You're yeah. halfway to being scared. Yeah, and there's a lot of reason you should be considering the history of childhood sexual abuse in the Catholic Church. And almost all other churches. When I got creeped out by... Midnight Mass then I watched Pretty Smart with Emily Osment it's a sitcom also on Netflix super silly very PG very sitcom and as an actor it's interesting watching the different styles of acting that's a very broad very specific type of acting that would not work if you tried to do a sitcom type acting in like a drama for example Yeah. Um, but I enjoy it because I come from a theater background so yeah um, I've actually been loving shows that show more realistic uh, depictions of society. What I'm talking about is shows that are set in Los Angeles, like Transparent, set in um, Los Feliz, 
or um, insecure, which kind of showed, basically it just shows people living in like actual houses like you would in LA instead of that friends idea that you're, it's, which was all shot on yeah. a soundstage where everybody's rich and it's set. Like when I you're think people in got pretty sick of the that. industry, you you are very aware of when you're going to shoot on a soundstage, and so that means everything's clean, everything's completely created by an interior designer. American Housewife is another one that was shot on stage. That sort of thing. It's like a very specific look. What if was shot on stage? Yeah, you know. But then Rose, Roseanne was like the first show that it was ever shot on a set that looked like this family could afford it. Right, but it was also shot on a soundstage. Um, and anyway, I just like Insecure and some of these newer ones like Snowfall, Vita. They were all shot on location in Los Angeles and show a grittier side, a more realistic side. Um, and I appreciate things that feel real. Oh my God, that is so hot. He was the kind of man who resented work. Why are you still a loser? Everybody hates Jimmy. Jimmy thinks it's funny when you cry. Chime in, guy. Enough. Now, he's a very charming man. He's an idiot. You don't seem like the type of person that anybody would want to hire. I have a personality type that makes it hard to work for or with others. Jimmy is drinking vodka on the toilet. I'm not about all that razzle-dazzle. Wear your good suit. This is my good suit. segment of the podcast is brought to you by please stay hair hair uh goes away you know if you're listening to this podcast you're probably in your 40s and whether you be a lady or a man you need to uh get on top of that <laughs> keeping uh keeping your hair right now you know because it's gonna go away all Bronson, right Bronson, Mine, keep your hair mine's going away right now so you need to go to please stay hair.com and sign up for um all the treatments you can get them uh, uh discreetly in the mail they come in um, bright purple and pink packaging with your name uh, in bold print on all sides of the box. So you can get your Please Stay Hair products online. Please stay hair.com. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, there's a few different things. I don't know. I don't know what I'm more pissed off about. Uh... How, how can you decide? I mean, it's just too many options. When you think of things you're pissed off about, is it like what I think of when I'm like scrolling like the, the LO Land's End catalog for new towels? Yeah, society it's like is so exciting. All the options. Yeah, it's what like, to rant about? Yeah, it's like what? Uh, well, it's also what's getting under my skin the most, but it's also what's most ubiquitous. Like, what am I being inundated with? You Vocab know, cab corner. Beep boop beep well, boop beep boop beep. Thank you. Ubiquitous. And I, yeah, that's right. Meaning uh, ever hmm? present. It's a small piece of uh, 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 whale's sternum that they use <laughs> in uh, cosmetology, um, but. The thing here is, uh, I was Present, just looking... appearing, or found everywhere. I was just looking for... Yeah, this is good. Uh, I was just looking through the news, you know, prepping for the show, getting some stories together. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, every other news story is kids, vaccine, vaccine, kids, kids, vaccine, vaccine, right. kids, well, people kids, kids, vaccine, vaccine, that. kids, kids, vaccine, vaccine, kids. But... Uh, 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know when we all had to start paying attention to all the kids, you know, all the time. Like, the, like, well, a lot can, of people is there a have scenario, kids, Jimmy. Like, eighty percent of people scenari- our age have kids. That's great. Good for them. Is there a scenario where them and the school people or whatever, and even like the government people or whatever, can go fucking into a room and talk by themselves and leave the rest of us out of it without me having to see a post or uh, a, a news story or hear somebody hollering about vaccine kid, kid, vaccine, vaccine kid. Well, in, the algorithm in, in should general, have picked up on that you don't want to see those. So <laughs> Algorithm. Oh, my God. It's so full of shit. It thinks all wrong things about me. Um, the thing, the thing is like, there's the people, not only like, like I care, right. To a certain extent, I want the kids not to be harmed. I want them to be healthy and happy, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Even though I don't have any of my own. Right. So generous of you. Yeah. Great. So, so, you know, but there's nothing for me to do or say or have in this debate. I have no voice. I don't care. I'm not. You know, and and by the way, the kids have gotten seventeen hundred thousand fucking vaccines since the very beginning of when there was like polio in nineteen oh one or whatever. All right, kids have been getting vaccines forever. Like you have to get a certain amount of vaccines to even go in school. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't. Where was you? Where were you when it was just Jenny McCarthy? Right? Why weren't you on her side then? Half of all of America or whatever is going on with this. Like, what made the this vaccine so? so dangerous and like like covid happened and everybody just like was like let's all start fighting with each other about everything and it's like some of these fights are so pointless and stupid and the and fact senseless. that it's political when it should be a medical issue you should talk to your doctor about it it should be yeah. a scientific and medical issue but it's the fact that the government is using public health to try to you know keep the virus from spreading that it makes people who already don't like the government extra but so let scared them. of the fact that the government is trying to tell them to do so something. go ahead crazy anti-government people like whatever have you ever made a dent have you ever made a difference has there ever been a big enough faction of kooky anti-government anti-vaxxer fucking people who have made a dent in anything no there hasn't okay like the, the government is running strong right like i mean they did their best whoa that hbo documentary about the the um riot at the capitol though uh-huh whoa whoa what's that one it is very good four hours at the capitol on hbo oh shoot i didn't see that yet okay and i'm not even i you know i couldn't give a shit less and like I hear that the Brittany Murphy but the um, film documentary making. on HBO is good too. Okay, sure, whatever. Celebrity. We'll get into celebrity dumbasses later. <laughs> we have a whole section for celebrity dumbasses. Um, so, so like, uh, but yeah, Four Hours of Capital, amazing, just like really honest, pretty raw filmmaking. Uh, left me with a lot of thoughts. I'll get into it maybe at a later at a later date. Um, but yeah, leave me out of all the vaccine. Leave me out of all those debates. Like, I have my side of all of them, and it's really not hard on one side or another. It's more like, why don't you do what you want, okay? And then, like, your kid, uh, do what you want with your kid, too. Like, I'd recommend a lot of you homeschool your kids because this whole, like, everything's a fight and, you know, they're teaching them critical race theory and all this fucking horse shit. Like, just keep your kid at home and teach them what you want. 
Like that's been working for thousands of years. You know, this whole we have a public school system is a brand new idea anyways. And it's not working very not well. Not all parents can afford to homeschool their I children know. and not send them to school. The I parents know. have to work. Many times both parents have to work. As usual, this bullshit affects mostly poor people. You know, like the, the whole all of it affects mostly poor people. It was mostly small businesses that went out of business. It was mostly poor people that couldn't get their fucking unemployment check. And now it's mostly poor parents of poor students who are going to be hurt by this whole stupid morality debate that that the left and the right are having like you're both full of shit leave everybody alone go in a room and talk by yourselves raise your voice thank you for coming yeah in. yeah right why is your partner nude from the waist down eating pages from the bible <laughs> <laughs> that's funny for the whole week yes sir and now that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and guess what else? Today, Junior! The LAAF Podcast presents... Today! Today! Is today Is even today a day? Even a thing? Ah, uh, well, it's a new month, and we just want to bring awareness. Uh, On November 1st, it was... Yeah. National Cinnamon Day. A very fine spice, one I highly enjoy. I'd love to take the sticks and I'll be telling you guys all about my mulled wine recipe now that the holidays are coming. And I always like to put a little cinnamon in my coffee in the morning. Don't drink mold, it'll make you sick. Mold. Uh, impotency. Mullet. Impotency <laughs> or erectile dysfunction affects millions of men and their intimate partners. The term refers to a chronic difficulty in getting or sustaining an erection sufficient for sexual activity. Over half of men report having experienced erectile dysfunction at some time or another. Yeah, the, half of them report it. <laughs> a lot of them don't report it. Do you call your doctor? <laughs> National. They call you on the phone. They go, we have a poll for you. Will you admit this? Well, I don't have one. No, I'm fine. National Impotency Month was created to encourage awareness of this common affliction, which is so often... You going to post for that on your social media? <laughs> Just awareness, brothers. Yeah. Yeah, solidarity, man. Huh? And it doesn't... It's cool. Like, it happens to... It happens can, to everyone. What I love about those commercials is they, they, they make it... They make it okay, man. They got a super handsome guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like... You know, 40. But you know he's getting extra because he he's got pissed in that commercial. He's you get super extra handsome. For he's that. 43 max. He's in perfect shape. And it's like, even guys like this uh, suffer from erectile dysfunction. <laughs> it's like, no, they don't. That guy has a boner right now. I can see it through his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, happy National Impotency Month and happy National Native American Heritage Month, too, because you know we're serious around here. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I'm, uh, I was reading that story about Hastings uh, University, the law university in San Francisco, oh, yeah. where the founder had basically massacred a whole bunch of um, Native Americans, and so they're trying to change the name, probably, of the university. And hey, come on, come on. Um, oh, it's the Day of the Dead. No, oh, yesterday was the Day of the Dead. Yes, and uh, on November first, it was National Deep Fried Clams Day. Okay. That sounds it's gross. It's delicious and delightful. I, um, but I today think about anything deep fried. I mean. Is Woo. November 3rd, in Wednesday, November 3rd. It is National Sandwich Day. Okay. Now, there are very bad sandwiches. One of the, the sandwiches we got in Houston was, for example, the food was very interesting that they served us. It was not organic. Let's just no. say that. There was no arugula to be had. It was like... Gravy? Subway sandwich things with like processed 
um, lunch meat, processed cheese, mm, packet of mustard, and then the the lettuce and tomato. You know where it's like, it's just not organic. You can just tell, and the yeah. tomatoes are like so mealy not and very weird. Red, yeah, yeah, They're very mealy. The, so, but the then we got this iceberg like lettuce Texas dinner, yeah, which um was they had Pile roast beef and and chicken, even and fried chicken, yes, and cheesy mashed potatoes and green beans there was no like salad it was just like the the cornbread i mean it was like five thousand calories in a thing that's what i'm talking about. of course i just done a show so i was hungry so i had a bite of the cheesy mashed potatoes of course they were amazing so i had like seven more bites and then felt completely ill for the next like six hours because i ate i'm not used to eating all that butter and oh my goodness okay i'll we'll tell you more about texas food after we take our longer trip to texas at the end of this month but um national sandwich day you know if you have it with a really good bread, you know, I, you know what I like is actually um, cranberry and turkey, like a, a Thanksgiving sandwich. That's I good. think it's a year to the day that we heard Grace go off for seven minutes about sandwiches. Oh, you really? Know, so, yeah. Oh, good. Every year. Round then. up those clips. It's also <laughs> National Stress Awareness Day, which maybe if you're aware of your stress, you could take a deep breath and relax. Mm. Since stress does cause a lot of illnesses. Uh, it is National Homemaker and National Housewife Day. Okay, uh, get to work, Jimmy. I'm coming for your job, housewives, all right? Uh, <laughs> just You might want to polish up your game because my resume is flying out of here. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be the world's first and best house husband. Well, it's interesting, the use of the word housewife and, you know, desperate housewives, real housewives, and, you know, American housewife. That's and it's- why they had to make Homemaker Day, because so many dudes are doing the job now. Ah, Homemaker is gender neutral. Uh-huh. Yes, 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 yes. I, I don't even know why. We got to abolish that. Housewife Day, actually. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> uh, misogynistic, I guess. Um, Bridget Phetasy, women! Well, I mean, interestingly, when we were growing up, it was like my dad had the job that made the money. My mother was a housewife. Yeah. But she worked her ass off, taking care of four kids. Like, if I was in that job, errands all day, cleaning everything, all the food, like three meals I'd make a day. Invoices, man. It's a I would make lot invoices. of work. Like, she didn't have a lot of time to just like put her feet up and relax. She was say, always working. Yeah. You start at $23 an hour, you get like a dollar raise every year, and you make invoices. You know, and I just, like the homemaker idea because I think it helps men realize, at least in these new generations, uh, how much work it is to yeah. take care of children. I mean, a toddler, they need constant attention. So there is no really downtime for homemakers, right? And you don't go home. I mean, you don't go, you're, you're at work all the time. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you have to lock yourself in the bathroom. Yeah, that's And then right. probably your child will fall and hurt itself if you do that. So. It's also National Entrepreneurship Month this month, November. National Entrepreneurship Month, okay? Help the LAF podcast. Go to patreon.com slash LAF. We're entrepreneurs because we started a small business during the pandemic, stupidly. And here we are. But ha 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 ha, we got a little money so far and we bought all this stuff, these microphones, right? Huh? Yeah. Tomorrow's National us. Candy Day. So if you got any extra Halloween candy, you can eat it then. Oh, okay. Mmm. Yeah. Reese's Pieces are my favorite. 31st, I woke up on the 1st and I threw out my candy. I threw out my... November's a new month for me. I'm going to the gym. I've been there twice already. I'm swole. Um, I'm going to go two more times maybe. And then on Friday, it's National Donut Day. Oh, shit. God damn you. You could get a tofu donut. They have them in L.A. 
I wish I were a rich man's dog. And now it's time for Famous Birthdays on LAAF. You are a Scorpio if you were born on this day. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah, Scorpios get a bad rap for being the deep and emotional and moody and sexy. Well, they're bad people. No. Uh, No. It's just Roseanne Barr's birthday. Happy birthday, Roseanne. Oh, yeah, we love Roseanne. No, Uh, we don't. I do. I don't. I fucking love her. Um, Happy birthday to Anna Wintour. Fucking goat. uh, The iconic Vogue publisher. Um, happy birthday to Colin Kaepernick, um, the whitest black former quarterback in the NFL. I don't know quite his claim to fame. He played like one season. I'm not he sure And an activist. On. He's a civil rights activist. Oh, which, uh, uh, let me just Google his net worth and see how much he has for activism. Yeah, a uh, player with the 49ers. Happy birthday to Kendall Jenner. She's one of the younger... Jenner girls and to huh? Charles Bronson. Hey, Charles okay. Br- Kendall Jenner. Yeah, is engaged to Charles. Br- Wait, no, I, I lost the thread. <laughs> <laughs> um, you so you do these funny little spoof commercials, the Bronson commercials, right? You've okay. done them for um, Bronson. Bronson child care. Yeah. yeah, Bronson, Bronson Lamaze. Oh, the chest wigs. We got Bronson chest wigs in, yeah. case you're, in case your chest is hairless and puny. But why did you choose that name for your funny macho spoof commercials? Pra- Charles Bronson. Yeah, so he's yeah. this guy. He was born today, an American actor who was often cast in roles of police officers, gunfighters, or vigilantes in revenge-oriented plot lines. OG tough guy. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, his, uh, his birth name was... Um, Mixed, right? Bukinski. Charles Dennis Bukinski. And so Bronson was a stage name. Of of mixed heritage, if I'm not mistaken. I probably am mistaken. He says it says he's Lithuanian. Yeah. So okay. that's why his last name is Bukinski. That's probably just white. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's Eastern European. Happy birthday yesterday to Daniel Boone, a notorious Ooh, American cool. explorer and James K. Polk. Wait, I want to know more about Daniel Boone. Tell me tell me his story. Uh, well, let me let Look me tell up. you, Daniel gonna, Boone. I will tell you about Henry Matisse, um, whose birthday it also is, and we're going to post some um, pictures of his paintings. He was born on this day, November third, in eighteen sixty nine, in France, um, and he did a lot of his painting at the turn of the century. I guess we can't say turn of the century because that could be like two thousand two now. But what I'm talking about is nineteen hundred to nineteen oh five. And uh, some Wiccan calendar shit right here. What? What do you mean? No, it's not. How this come is we're two days off? Calendar. You're, well, you're saying we're two days off. What? No, I'm not. What oh. are you talking about? <laughs> November third. Um. Yeah. So anyway, Henry Matisse, fascinating guy. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, Beautiful, colorful paintings. He is author of one of my favorite c- quotes about, um, I'll just, uh, I mean, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but his thing is, um, the, the, you know, the art is, is already in you, right? Mm. So, so get technically good is, is, was his basic thing. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. He was like, study and study and just get good at something, you know, an expression that you love because, um, you know, the, the art part, the spirit part, all that, the inspiration, all of that you know, magic part is already in, in you, you know? 
So if you just learn the technical, you know, how to paint, how to sculpt, how to... Wow, yeah. He does have good quotes. Creativity takes courage. Oh, yeah. There are always flowers for those who want to see them. There you go. Daniel Boone was an American pioneer and frontiersman whose exploits made him one of the first folk heroes of the United States. Boone became famous for his exploration and settlement of what is now Kentucky, which was then beyond the western borders of the 13 colonies. Despite resistance from American Indians, happy Native American Heritage Month, for whom Kentucky was traditionally a hunting, hunting ground, in 1775, Boone blazed the wilderness rose through the Cumberland Gap in, into Kentucky. There he founded Boonesboro, naming it after himself. Nice. One of the first English-speaking settlements west of the Appalachian Mountains. So, uh, oh yeah, so I mean, Did you know. Did he wear the coonskin cap? No, that was Davy Crockett. Oh, okay. Davy Crockett, who came along Seems later. Smelly. Came along later, 1800s, Alamo. David Crockett, I think, was uh, did some shit at the Alamo. That's America was... stiff. Yeah. Boone sil- served as a militia officer during the Revolutionary War, uh, which uh, was fought primarily between American settlers and British-allied American Indians. Okay. And he fought for the Confederates? Uh, the Revolutionary War. So he fought for, oh, for oh, us. Oh, right, right. For the... America. Yeah, this is 1700, people. 1775. So he was right. Oh, I see, I see. Right there. He was right there. At the whole deal. The whole, the whole thing was <laughs> happening right then. Tomorrow. Oh, you know what? Today is also <laughs> Japanese Culture Day. Okay, so shout out oh, to all of yeah. our Japanese friends. And the, yes. And um, uh, I love your culture. I, I long to visit your land. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a. I, I see pictures. I follow engineering stuff, and all the coolest stuff is like uh, from Japan. So I long to visit your land. I love your culture, and, um, and happy Japanese Culture Day today to you. Yes, we'll go to Asia one day. It's, it's, um, I was, one thing I love about California is that there's a very strong Asian American culture here. Um, look at this uh, quote from Matisse okay. You study, you learn, but you guard the original naivete. It has to be within you, as desire for drink is within the drunkard, or love is within the lover. Mm. That original Jeez. naivete, that original wonder that we all had as children, that to me is the seed of art. Yes. It, and you do have to release your stress and be in a sort of receptive space in order to get to that original wonder that you had as a child. And it's that's the seed where of so much more. It's the seed of science, of inquisition, of, of, of really of living a happy life just because what the hell, you're remaining curious, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the childlike part is like, I'm curious and I'm not embarrassed about it. Wow, interesting we used inquisition in both ways during this podcast, right? You know what we have here? Plenty of nothing. You mean this is not a gag just for my benefit? And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. The Spruce Goose! Come on! The Spruce Goose takes flight. Howard Hughes's wooden airplane with eight engines. I don't know if it was wooden. Was it wooden? Yes, the massive wooden aircraft had a wingspan longer than a football field, which is 300 yards which is 100 yards, (laughs) and was designed to carry more than 700 men to battle. 700. Did you ever get to go on a tour of the Spruce Goose Grace? No. no. Ah, hmm. Well, one um, one thing more that I as a child got to experience that you did not. 
Ah. West Coast, West Side. Okay, well, where was the Spruce Goose? Right over there by, you know that dome? Um, oh, yeah, by the Queen Mary yeah, in Long Beach? Yeah, it was Beach? in there forever. Okay, cool. Now it's in some flight museum somewhere. Nice. I, yeah, I didn't even know uh, that they had moved it until uh, until um, I went there. and Well, we went to some Alice in Wonderland Halloween bizarre ball thing, satin doll. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, like we like, did. I went in that dome and I'm like, there ain't no plane in here. Right. Where'd right, the right. plane go? What'd you guys do with my plane? In on this day on November third in nineteen fifty seven, a dog was launched into orbit as the first animal in space on board Sputnik two, a Russian spacecraft, and became the first living animal to enter the Earth's orbit. God damn I hope it came back safe. The goddamn Ruskies, huh? Shooting dogs into space. Right? Mm-hmm. That's why we can't trust them. That's why we gotta have a cold war. I can't believe you have a radio show. 1983. <laughs> 1983. It's been my dream. Of <laughs> Just alienate everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just a, make a lot of really offensive comments in public in a way that can never be erased. <laughs> Just to make sure you never have a career in politics. Yeah, exactly. No, I and just want to be... And if you ever be, become a successful performer, this will all come back I to will, bite you. I will be canceled because of this. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I came <absolutely>. pre-canceled. Pre-canceled. <laughs> this is why, you know, guys on the AM radio... <laughs> <laughs> can't then go and transition into acting and directing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Warren G. Harding. Uh, Warren G. Harding and James K. Polk born on the same birthday, right? And by the way, I didn't remind you in the famous birthday segment, if you share a birthday with any of these, your celebrity luminaries, remember, just calmly let that sense of accomplishment wash over you. Okay? Good. Um, it looks like a whole bunch of um, art was discovered in 2013 in Germany. It was art that had been looted by the Nazis and um, stored in this cache containing works by artists like like Matisse and Picasso, uh, valued at over $1 billion and was found hidden in the home of art dealer Cornelius Gerlitt after an investigation on tax evasion in 2011. Yeah. So the Nazis stole all this art and hid it, and then they found it again, which is quite a, quite an accomplishment. I think there was a movie about that, actually. The Devil Next Door, perhaps? And this date in history marks the embarkation of uh, John Paul Jones and his famous trip on the Drake, in which uh, 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 two years later on this same trip in September 1779, Jones fought in one of the fiercest battles in naval history when he laid, led the USS Bonham Richard frigate, named for Benjamin Franklin, in an engagement with the 50-gun British warship HMS Serapis. After the uh, Bonham Richard was struck, it began taking on water and caught fire. When the British captain of the Serapis ordered John Paul Jones to surrender, he famously replied, I have not yet begun to fight. Uh, There are two movies about this idea, Woman in Gold with Helen Mirren, and then there's also The Monuments Men. Monuments Men. Yeah, directed by George Clooney that also talks about how they stole art. Are you talking about John Paul Jones or? <laughs> no, I, that's a that's a callback to my my topic there. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, I get it. Uh, oh, what about what about? Um, <clears throat> this is uh, officially a, a timeline, right? Pipeline, November third, twenty fourteen. One World Trade Center officially opens in New York City on the site of the Twin Towers. Lovely building. Mm-hmm. Only one of them. 
Huh? Why couldn't we have, uh, let's get the two back. Right? Mm. Let's build another one right next to well, it. Well, there's a huge monument there as well, which is like a, a black fountain that leads down into the center of the earth to celebrate all the people that were lost. Oh, yeah. oh man, I have been listening to some incredible um, podcasts on Wow, this is actually happening where they um, talk to all these people that worked at the World Trade Center during that time. Uh, I think I already mentioned that. Uh, Black Bart, 1883. Yes. Makes his last stagecoach robbery. If you guys aren't familiar with Black Bart, all right, this is like lore. This is like, it's not lore. Authorities almost caught the California bandit and infamous stagecoach robber Black Bart. He managed to, to make a quick getaway, but drops an incriminating clue that eventually sends him to prison. Black Bart was born Charles E. Bowles, probably in the state of New York around 1830. Um, Black Bart um, spent some time around the uh, the gold country foothills, you know, robbing stuff and doing stuff. So there's a lot of oh, like yeah. in the historical libraries up there, you know, as where I lived as a kid. We didn't have any internets, and so that's actually what we did for fun, for actual fucking real. We went in the historical library. So there's lots of cool Black Bart stuff in there. <laughs> Black Bart today in history. Come on. Okay. Well, actually, the first wagon train in California arrived on November 4th in 1841. They crossed the Sierra Nevada mountains. Um, it was basically this guy, John Bidwell, and a group heading out from uh, the from New York. Uh, there were 69 adults with only five women and a couple of children, yeah, and they were the first people uh, to arrive in California, the first wagon train. November 4th, 2008, Barack Obama elected as America's first black president. Nice. All right, still... Still beloved by many. Oh, absolutely. I have a choice when I drive home from the valley between Barack H. Obama Highway mm. and... Um, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan freeway. freeway. <laughs> I literally have that choice to make. I usually choose Obama. Whichever's faster, man. If anything terrible happens, the blood is on your hands. In honor of the World Series, this is LAAF's official sports segment. All right? This here is all of the sports news you need to know. all of the sports news that you need to know brought to you by the LAAF podcast and the ass pussy disease awareness foundation all right if you have ass pussy disease don't be afraid if you're peeping out of your ass or farting out of your pussy contact the ass pussy disease awareness foundation I do not approve that message you're so gross know how to turn this around ladies and joins i have ruined the show i'm gonna give grace one chance one chance here in the end to entertain enlighten and inspire you and make up for all of the woes that i have visited on society nay on the city the state the country and the world today grace how can you make these how can you make the people feel feel a little better well you know 
people are transitioning. Oh, we have to talk a little bit about the failed jack-o'-lantern, right? Failed. And my, <laughs> you look at this. No. Okay, okay. So what I've it realized, evolved. here's an L.A. thing, okay? I'm from Connecticut. We used to carve jack-o'-lanterns. You leave them outside. You leave we know. Them. We figured it I out. I finally You're got from Jimmy to to um to do the jack-o'-lantern thing and to carve uh, yeah. it. I had to do all the hard work of scooping out the seeds and stuff because he was whining about it. But he did do an excellent first cut on top of the jack-o'-lantern, cutting it inward so that the lid like stays, whereas mine like fell through. Um, but uh, he's good with like physics and knives and stuff she like cut that. Cut at the wrong angle. In any case, in Connecticut, in on the East Coast, anywhere where it's cold outside, you leave the jack-o'-lanterns outside. They last for three weeks. Well, our jack-o'-lanterns immediately started to mold within two days, like huge fuzzy mold all inside because it was indoors. We kept them indoors. We're at 70. But then also outside in the day, it's been 70 and 80 during the day and then maybe 40 at night. And now I've realized looking around, nobody in California has actual jack-o'-lanterns. They have whole pumpkins not carved into which will last for three or four weeks if you put them outside for decorations yeah or they have these fake plastic jack-o'-lanterns with little lights in them that you buy at target listen nobody has the real ones because they don't last but please go to our instagram and look at the picture of what (laughs) happened and how it molded because it did make the jack-o'-lantern more scary but they were literally liquid within like three days they were so moldy yeah so fail Jack-o'-lantern fail. They don't really work in LA. Don't, don't, what are you talking You can no, take and scoop sad. the thing out more, first of all. Okay. If you scoop it out yes. more, there's less vegetable material. You could have scooped it out more. Okay, you were the scooper. You said, I'll <laughs> scoop. You said, I will scoop. Don't worry You're about scooping. You're the poor, sad little Jehovah's Witness boy that never got holidays. <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, share some of the love, but I mean, oh, I you didn't still have get, to haul the tree Oh, in. God, I didn't ever get molding pumpkins and like... Oh, uh, I didn't know they were going to mold. Disappointing presents. And like, what do you oh mean? my god! Like, oh please! Like anything you ever get for Christmas is some shit that you want. You don't want any of that stuff. Nobody ever gets you well, what we you want. Don't start ranting about Christmas yet. We haven't even gotten there. It's I, no, still November. because on KFI yesterday, all right, and we were supposed to have somebody in here to answer for this. Our friend Morgan, who works over at KFI, she uh, had to take COVID tests because her roommate got COVID. But uh, we're going to demand some answers from her when she finally comes in about uh, why they're playing Christmas music on KFI already. Okay. Yeah, well, not you start okay. after Halloween. You I do mean. not. You, there's another fucking holiday oh there's thanksgiving okay so officially you can start christmas after thanksgiving, thanksgiving but if you work in retail no. which i've done before uh-uh. you start mid mid november it's not okay people yeah. it's uh, not okay but i am excited about that we will have another good time radio show for the holidays in december and yeah it is National Bittersweet Chocolate with Almonds Day. They get their own chocolate day on November 7th. So that sounds good. I prefer hazelnuts in my chocolate. Or I, I get it. Every food has its toffee. own day. Uh, no, uh, November 5th is uh, National Redhead Day. All right. Oh, nice. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We like the redheads. I got red hair the, the in my, in my uh, ancestry. Oh, yeah. Your mom's redhead. Yeah, my mom and oh. yeah, my cousin's. Here's a big day coming up on November sixth. This is also mm-hmm. uh, this is also uh, um, uh, we're gonna call this uh, we're gonna start calling these drop aversaries, right? Because this is the day we 
pulled all of your great nacho drops, all right? Mm-hmm. November 6th, National Nachos Day. Go and enjoy some. Last year, tune in to the last uh, year's November 6th podcast if you want to hear Grace's uh, enlightening perspective about nachos. We had just had some very good, good nachos, yes. Oh, yeah. And- uh, what I'm looking for is new chili recipes since... Uh, Jimmy loves chili, and I've never really made it. Yeah. Um, and I want a good recipe to... Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll get back to you guys on that. I've, I've had some bad chili fails. Yes. Uh, two bad chili fails. I think the key is that you don't, you don't use fresh ingredients. I you do. Use all you use canned okay. ingredients. <laughs> canned ingredients are fine. They're, you're not going to get sick off of canned ingredients. Like, I use all fresh everything that needs to be fresh, and yes, you use some canned stuff. But you get the meat on sale where it's like half off. I don't get off. the meat on sale. <laughs> God. I don't know. Why do, why do you make bad chili then? I told you. I think I know. <laughs> I don't get it. I told you. I think I put too much of the actual chili powder in there, and it uh-huh. actually gave me, like, indigestion because of the spice. Oh, okay. I don't think I... I don't think I... Um, uh, I don't think anything, like was bad in there or rotten or anything like that Mm -hmm. yeah it didn't look good to me well you know you're not a (laughs) (laughs) you're not a beef chili person grace i know so i don't really worry about tailoring my chili to you you're not gonna have any anyway i will have some if it's good so i'm gonna make some that's good it's this stupid uh, i've talked about this before okay but this stupid no nut november thing that some of you guys try to do. Why? I don't know. Wait, no, I want to look that up. Why? Like, I've blown it already. All right. I uh, didn't even. Okay, but uh, blown it. <laughs> but anyways, like I just don't. What are you doing? You know, like no. maybe it's for fuckboys that are trying to like be better people. But still, then you don't go out and 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 buy drinks for women and manipulate them it's, into sleeping with you. It you says did. right here that basically a healthy sex life can lower your blood pressure, make it easier to fall asleep, and help prevent prostate cancer. Listen, as so a rec- I think you should. No, listen. As you know a, what? Yes, exactly. As a recovered fuckboy myself, I can say. <laughs> I can say that part of the process of I'm healing. I'm patting myself on the back right now. Part of the process of healing was, you know, is actually to to take lots of lots of time for yourself and never never deny yourself when you feel a need. I mean, okay, wait, 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 wait. Sometimes when you feel a need, you need to deny yourself. Okay, there's public transit. There's the subway. There's all these situations. Okay, work hours. All right. Although some some workplaces have a very nice, comfortable bathroom, you know, where you can actually have some privacy. So I don't care. I don't care what you do on your break. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) I think that people do that as a sort of a way to abstain, like Lent or something, to fast. Yeah. It's a way to build internal discipline. I actually, I don't have a problem with it. I'm fine. I mean, yeah, women, that's like us all the time, basically. Uh, yeah. Oh, thieves. Someone stole my bicycle. Um, thieves uh, are always around, but also... Especially in Los Angeles. And yes. I know, I'm mad. I'm so angry for like days, but I didn't even talk about it on the podcast. It happened like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I was now just thinking... Now both bikes have been stolen. You know what, though? Like, I I mean, if I don't have to, but if I needed to or I wanted to or whatever, I could go buy another bike right now, you know? I am so... That's the thing. That's the thing where you got to check yourself and be like, that's... You're rich. Like, you're... 
rich compared to everybody who everybody who feels the need to steal a bike, you know, who's stealing it for drug money, who's on the streets, you know, who's who's. Well, that's you very know. generous of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like there, but for the grace of God, go I, man. Like, I mean, I'm an old alcoholic, so it's like I could easily be in a situation like that, and I just. Um, Here are the things that you have to get used to if you live in Los Angeles. You're going to get parking tickets. You're going to get weird toll rate charges. You're going to pay a lot of money for for car-related things. And also, your things are going to get stolen, and you get to the point where you're like, well, at least they didn't smash the window of my car and take my phone. Yay! All right. Well, it's been a lovely show, you guys. Happy November, and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, don't forget to support us on uh, patreon.com slash LAAF and follow us on all the stuff. We love you. I'm so sorry I said that. So many windmills, so little time.